Good evening, Rabbi Sai. Last night we finished Perek Shlishi. We finished the third Perek in Sharakania. But just to point out one very interesting insight, a nice ha'ora from the Marpe Lenefesh, one of the commentators here in the Chavis Alvovois. And of the ten stimuli that the Chavis Alvovois brought here to be used to get a person to get the feeling of humility, to get a person to become humble and start behaving in a humble fashion, there's a difference between the first seven and the last three. The first seven are really things that were beyond the control of the person. The first seven was what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave to the person without even asking. Whether Hashem made him ill, or Hashem made him poor, or Hashem made him into, put into the situation where he needed to come out to other people, or he was placed in prison, or he found Saras come into his life. So the first seven are situations where the Chavis of is saying, well, after the fact, once you have that circumstance in your life, use it, use it well to become humble, to get to the sense of Kini of humility, which is similar to the idea that Ruchaim Volozhin writes in Ruach Hayim, Mesech Tesavis, Perek Dalet, in the Mishnah Chav Beis. He quotes the Pasuk in Kehelas, that Hashem created things in order to instill fear in people. The Gemara explains what is this passage referring to. It says the Gemara, Eilu hara omim, shenivru lefashet akimimus shebeleif. That HaKadosh created a phenomenon called thunder. And sometimes you have a very loud clap of thunder. And certainly children, but even sometimes adult adults, take a jolt back. They get a little bit frightened. And the Gemara tells us that HaKadosh made thunder in the world in order to instill fear in a person. So Reb Chaim says, so the person may end up just being afraid of the thunder instead of what he really is supposed to be afraid of, instead of being afraid of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So he says, but that's the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu made it. Hashem gives us different stimulus in the world, something that could be a stimulus to bring to the person to a good place, in this case, fearing Hashem. So Hashem brings thunder. And from there we get a little bit of a straightened up spine. And we're supposed to realize that Hashem made that thunder. And indeed, instead of being afraid of the thunder, be afraid of the root of that who brought the thunder. So the same is with these first seven here that the Chavis of Ovest lists over here. That Wakosh Baruch put a person in this situation. Use it. Use it for that purpose. A, an example which actually is directly on the point of anova, of humility, is an interesting Gemara in Mesechthus Megill on Daf Yedal Rebbe Beis. The Gemara says, Simply it means that haughtiness is unbefitting for women. And the Mepharshim explained, I mean, haughtiness is no good for anybody. It's not good for anybody. It's an iser of gaiva. It's inappropriate. It's not right. It's unbefitting for anybody to be a bal gaiva. But the Gemara says, particularly for women, to give them a, a, a position 
of special honor, as the Gemara brings that there were two women in particular, Devaira Hanavia and Chulda Hanavia, both great women, great women in their own right. Each of them was a prophetess. And the Gemara says, Tarti Noshi but they came, so we see that they, they slipped up. Obviously, great women being held at a very high standard, but they slipped up and their haughtiness got to them. But the Gemara says that they had haughtiness, Vasanyan Shamayu. But really, their names themselves, the names of these two women, really indicate lowliness. One was named Ziburta, means a Devaira, is a bee or a hornet, some explain. So that's a, a creature that stings, that people stay away from. V'chadosh Karkushta. And the other's name is Chulda, which in Aramaic is Karkushta, which is a weasel. So the Marsha explains, what is the Gemara telling us over here? The Marsha is saying that these women, because of their great sitkis, because of their great level of righteousness, Hashem expected of them that they should even learn a lesson of humility from their own name. If they would have thought, you know, my name is Devaira, and Devaira means a bee, and a bee is an animal that stings, and there are some poor qualities of a bee. And a weasel is also as a lowly creature. And these two women, because of their greatness, should have taken a lesson even from the meaning of their names. And that would have helped to be able to not let them fall into this trap of Gaiva. So really, that's what we see. Really, anything in life that a person could use as a humbling experience should be used. That's all the first seven in the list of ten that Chavis explains over here. However, the last three are really things not that HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends to a person, but really it's something that the person himself can be aware of, become aware of, in order to utilize ideas to bring him to humility. And the, the first one was thinking that, vey, how much have I rebelled against Hashem of all the goodness, all the kindness, the tremendous blessings that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given me in my life, and yet I've done Averis, I've committed sins. A person will, will feel low in that sense. He'll feel humbled in that way. I'm embarrassed to sin before Hashem. I'm embarrassed to talk to Hashem and keep asking Him for things, and He should continue giving me my health and my, my parnosa, etc. But yet, have I held up my end of the deal in terms of doing my obligations to Hashem? And the final one's an interesting one, and that was remembering the day of death. Ultimately, it comes to everybody. Death is something that meets up with everybody, and a person, certainly when he's getting closer to it, starts thinking about it, so start thinking about his day of calling, his day of reckoning will come. And with it, he'll start it will start instilling a bit of a fear in him, and that itself will be a very humbling experience that he won't feel so great about himself when he thinks about himself lying silent, motionless in a coffin. But here we have to understand something very important. Whenever we deal with this idea of, of death, it has to be done in the right way. We just learned in last week's parsha. Parsha's told us, Esav, asks Yaakov, tell me, what's this Bechira all about, this birthright? What's it all about? And Yaakov says, well, it's, uh, it could be dangerous, you know, if you do the wrong thing, you don't do the Aved properly, it can bring uh, death upon you. So Esau says, ah, 
He said, Behold, I'm going to die from this thing. So what do I need to take the, the birthright? You could have it, Yaakov. And the question is asked that the Gemara Brachis tells us in Dafei Aleph that one of the ways to arouse a person to be able to go on the straight path is to remember the day of death. So what happened over here? Why did it not work for Esau when the Gemara Chazal tell us this is a wonderful thing to think about? Chavazavavah says over here, if a person contemplates that there will be a day that he too will have to stand before the king of all kings and give an accounting. So we see, is death a good thing to think about? Or can it actually send a person the opposite way? So my Rebbe Zolgazun said the Mashkiach, he explained like this. The Gemara over there tells us, First, a person has to arouse and agitate, get his Yetzer Tov angry against his Yetzer Hora. If that works, good. If not, he should sit down and start learning Torah. If that works, to be able to subdue his Yetzer and not do the sin that is very tempting right now, good. If not, he should say Kriyashma, the Gemara says. Yikra Kriyashma. If that works, good. If not, then Yazkirli Yom Hamisa. Then he should try to remember the day of death. So the Mashkich explained there's a progression over here. Remembering the day of death on its own, starting with that, is not going to work. It's actually going to be counterintuitive. It's going to send the person the opposite way. It's going to send a person like Asaph, oh, I'm going to die, forget about it. I might as well enjoy this world and not get involved in all of these good things that could lead me to death. But if it's done with a progression, first a person puts into perspective, I have a Yetzirah and I have a Yetzirah. I have to fight against this Yetzirah. I see I'm not winning the battle. Sit down and learn Torah. The Torah and the Kedusha of Torah and the right mindset of Torah will help a person fight the Yetzirah. If that doesn't work, he should say Shema be Makabal Oil Malchus Shemaim. That that together with the Torah that he learned will helpfully then subdue the Yetzirah. And if that doesn't work, then he has to push himself further and remember the day of death. If you go straight to that, it doesn't work. And the Mashkiach used to give a marshal, a very simple example of this. person goes to the doctor and he says, Doc, I, I, uh, there are times in my day or my week that I start feeling very ill. So the doctor says, okay, listen, here's what I'm going to do. Here is a white pill and a red pill and a black pill. When you start feeling a little bit uneasy, take the white pill. If that doesn't help, then you're still feeling a little bit worse, then take the red pill. And after that, if you're still not feeling good, then you take the black pill. Person goes home, he starts feeling a little uneasy. He says, what am I doing? When you be silly, take the white, then the red, then the black Obviously, it's the black one that works. I'll just take the black pill. And of course, taking the black pill right away, that doesn't work. It needs to be a build-up. And that's what the Gemara is saying. You need a build-up to first have the right perspective in life. Understand there's a battle between Yetzirah That doesn't work. Learn Torah to be able to understand it much better, understand the world better, understand what Hashem wants us to do better. If that doesn't work, be makabal ol malchushmaim once again. The shema in the morning, the shema in the evening wasn't enough. Be makabal ol malchushmaim. Understand that there's a king above us. Then, when a person has that set, he has the groundwork set. Then, remembering yoyim amisa, the day of death, indeed, could be very powerful.
And that's what we have to understand when the Chavah gives this example over here. So the Marpin Lenevish points out that these last three things are things that can be done on, by, by, by a person himself. He doesn't have to wait for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to send him the tragedies or the poverty or the fact that he needs to come out to other people. He can do these three by himself. And he, and he mentions like the Chavah Savavah tells us in Shara Tshuva. Shara Tshuva also, there's four different ways that can bring a person to Tshuva. Says Chavah Savavah, the first, first three come with troubles that are sent by Hashem. And indeed it brings a person to Tshuva. But the last one, he says that is some, something that a person on his own comes to the realization that he has to do tshuva. Says the Chavis of Amis, why wait for the first three to happen? Use the fourth one right away. Then you save yourself all the troubles. And the same thing over here. These last three are thinking about how much have I done in terms of my obligations to Or a person is machnia himself. He, he belittles himself in his eyes realizing he's not so great. He humbles himself before Hashem. And finally, he also has the opportunity to think about his final day of reckoning, the day we'll have to stand before judgment before Hashem. So those ideas, thinking about that indeed, could be a very humbling experience, and they can be without any trouble, and they can be done whenever a person wants to do it. He doesn't have to wait for the first seven examples that i given. So this concludes Paragimel Bezer Hashem. Mitz Hashem, we will continue tomorrow night with Paragrivi. Agutenacht.